Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money, all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since we discovered Spotify for Podcasters, we have added question box to hear our community's thoughts on our episodes, polls to ask questions on what they think, and so much more. We highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hey everyone, estás escuchando So Violento, So Macabro Podcast. Yo soy Ali. Y yo soy Dee. Y hoy Dee les contará de un caso que sucedió en Kennewick, Washington. Cariñosa, amorosa y alegre. Así es como la describen sus familiares de Sofía Juárez, una niña de cuatro años que desapareció en la noche del 4 de noviembre después de salir de su casa a las 8 de la noche para seguir un familiar a la tienda. Pero 20 años después de su desaparición, un video capturó la atención de la familia y la policía, dándole vida al caso otra vez. Esta es la historia de la desaparición de Sofía Juárez. How old was she? Four. Oh, shit. Okay. She, she was literally a day before turning five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Advertencia. La información de este caso puede ser desencadenante para algunos. Tengan cuenta que algunos de estos casos pueden involucrar menores de edad, abuso, violación o violencia. Escuchen con precaución. Warning. The information on this case can be triggering to some. Please be advised that some of these cases may involve children, abuse, rape, and violence. Listen with caution. On the night of February 4th, 2003, Four-year-old Sofia Juarez was in her home playing with her aunts and her uncles that were around the same age. When around 8.15, 8.30, her grandmother's boyfriend, Jose, um, tells the whole family, we're going to go, well, I'm going to go to the grocery store. Does anybody want to join me? Um, when Jose asked the question, nobody jumped onto the, to the idea of going to the store with him. And so he left. He walked out the door and started going into his car. A couple minutes later, 
Sophia runs from the bedroom where she was playing with her aunts and uncles to the laundry room where her mom was um, doing laundry and tells her that she wants to go to the store. She completely changes her mind. She decides to go to the store with with Jose and um, she she's already has her shoes on. She's ready to go. And her mom actually sees that um, Sophia had her shoes on the wrong foot. So her mom takes her time, takes her shoes off, puts them on right, and gives her a dollar and sees her daughter go out of the house. Um, she was wearing um, like a jean overalls with a red shirt. And mind you, this is in February. Um, and it's pretty cold in Washington uh-huh. around this time of year because it's the winter. So she had no jacket or anything. She just decided, you know, to follow Jose to the store. That was five Wait, blocks. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Huh? Sorry. Did, uh, you're probably going to ask, like, you're going to say it after. But <laughs> did it say, like, how long of a time frame in between when Jose left that she, like, how long did it take for her to do all of this and for her to decide, to decide like, I want to go? According to investigators, they said that it was like within minutes. It wasn't even that long. Oh, um, okay. But right away when but Jose, yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Pero de todos, it's fine. De todos modos, it's like it's a una niña de años y la mamá no chequeó, like she didn't like um, confirm that yeah. she went with so, her uncle. So well, it was her grandmother's boyfriend. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so her from what the investigation says that it was just a couple of minutes. But after Jose had told the family that he was going to go to the grocery store um, uh, and nobody said anything, nobody did any movements mm-hmm. right away, assumed that nobody was going to come with him. And so it was like minutes. But like right when she heard Jose leave at the door is when Sofia. Oh, comes se levantó. Uh, yeah. OK, OK. Yeah. So. By the time that she finishes putting her shoes on and everything, it was like within minutes. It wasn't even like 10 minutes or 20 minutes. It was like literally like a few minutes of, of difference. Um, okay. The only the only difference between um, what happened was that Jose, instead of walking the five blocks to the grocery store, to the little mini market, um, he decided to take his car. He was going to uh. take his car to um, put gas in it and then mm. go to the market. Um, but since Sophia um, knew her way to the market, she decided when she didn't see Jose's car anymore that she was going to walk five blocks. Yeah. Oh my God. Literally down the street. So it's not even that mm. far away. Um, a niña de cuatro años, like. Yeah. Oh my God. She's so tiny. She's a really tiny baby. So she was like, you know what? Like, he's probably up so like, Yeah. In her mind, she probably thought, oh, he left. He should be on the way. So I'll just go walking towards where I know the store is at. I'll yeah. go follow him. Y luego los niños de esa edad, they don't understand time. Yeah, right? So don't. for them, like 10, like five minutes can actually be like longer or even shorter. Like they don't understand, like they don't understand time. So se le hizo fácil a ella. She's like, oh, he just left. So he must be right here. Yeah. So it's not so hard for me to walk. Yeah. So her idea was that he's down the he's down the street. Yeah. I'll catch up to him and he'll see me and we'll go to the store. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, sadly, he went in his car um, and he went to the gas station, pumped gas. Then, um, according to the investigation, he did that, went to the store, um, bought a gallon of milk for the family 
and uh, went to the payphone outside to talk on the phone because, um, I mean, certain um, articles say different things, but according to the investigation that I saw, um, he was talking to family members in Mexico where he's from um, because there was like an earthquake or something going on that, that, that day. So he just wanted to like check in and make sure that everybody was okay. Um, and he hangs up. Like, I think the call lasted like around 30 minutes and he drove back home. Oh, wow. 30 minutes. Yeah. So he drove back home, got to the house. And as soon as he got to the house, um, so mama de Sofia, Maria looks at him and didn't see Sofia behind him. So she's like, hey, Jose, ¿dónde está Maria? I mean, ¿dónde está Sofia? Y Jose like tells her like oh I didn't take Sofia Sofia wasn't with me like I went on my in my car and nobody came outside so I left oh. and that's when the panic starts of course yeah yeah so this happened around when they started looking it was around 9 45 p.m so it's almost a little bit over an hour that um this happened already so Sofia was gone for almost an hour since the moment she left the house to the moment that they find out she was missing um, as soon as Maria gets the notification that she's not home, the whole family decides to scour the neighborhood and knock on doors, check that, you know, Sofia isn't hurt or fell or is injured or she's lost in the streets or anything. So they, as soon as that happens, they do that. And according to my research, 30 minutes pass by. And um, the mom finally decides there is no trace of Sofia anywhere in this in the in the neighborhood or in the house or and or any around the area. It's time to call the police. So as soon as Maria habla la policía, they get to so um to Maria's house three minutes after the phone call. So they oh, were that there. was fast. Yes. They got oh, to the house. Yeah, they got to the home extremely fast. And the first thing they do is start looking through the houses, knocking through everybody's door, and they send out Washington's first ever Amber Alert. So within the time oh, wow. the Amber Alert was set uh, all, all throughout the U.S. to 2003, they had never needed to... The, do the send out the Amber Alert. No and, way. Yeah. Wow. And Sophia's case was the first case that they had ever used the Amber Alert. So as soon as they find out she was missing and she was nowhere near, they threw out the Amber Alert to notify the counties around Washington and even Oregon, because it's not that far away, mm-hmm. that Sophia was missing. Right now. Yeah, yeah, and it's crazy because pues imagino a todos les ha pasado no, no sé, los papás que están allá you know, parents or just, you know, anyone when you have a little one y sale alguien a la tienda yeah. and they're like, oh, you know, I'm, you know even like for this mom you know, it's like, oh, she's gonna go con el, con con el novio de la abuelita de mi mamá and, you know, se la va a llevar nothing 
nothing, nothing out of the bad. ordinary. Yeah, nothing yeah. out of the ordinary. It's like kids, you know, siempre se de cola. That's like kids, siempre like, oh, someone's yeah. going to the store? Oh, I want to yeah. go. I mean, because, so, you know, as a kid, you're like, exactly. okay, if somebody's going to go to the store, they're going to get me oh, yeah. candy. Oh, yeah. I mean, candy, I'm going to get chips, you know. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah. So I'm imagining esa pobre madre was like, oh, José, de la tienda? Oh, perfect. Que se la lleve, nothing to so worry that's about happen yeah because it's something yeah. that they would like as a latina and like hispanic family you know that that's what happens oh, especially yeah. as a child growing up in the states or even mm-hmm. like in in different like in mexico or in other countries oh, yeah. you realize that going to the store with a family member usually means you're gonna get treat. so that was her first initial thought there was no malice or any exactly. suspicion that something bad was gonna happen mm-hmm. on the way to the store you know it, it, mm-hmm. it was very innocent and very simple and not anything to worry about. Yeah, pobre madre. I know. Y Jose, I bet he felt bad too, even oh. though he didn't do anything wrong either. Without but a doubt. Yeah, just, oh man, that pain that family went through. Yeah. So as soon as they started the um, investigation, um, within the first three days of the investigation, over 500 police officers were on the case. Um, and uh, searching the neighborhoods. Um, they were close contact with the FBI. So the FBI was called in to um, help out with the case as well. And um, there was, uh, there's like a big river near where Sofia's at, like her house is at. So mm-hmm. even dive and rescue members were contacted to search the lake that they lived near. And, um, and local people from the community and like civilians from the Washington state um, join in to volunteer in the search for Sofia. So it's safe to say that a lot of people were hoping to find Sofia um, and united together to look for this this little four-year-old. I know and it makes me happy because as you guys remember you've heard and all the cases you guys have you know seen before the police takes a long time yeah you know it's it, this is a miracle que actuaron rápido en este caso i completely agree yeah it, it was it, it's it's one of the few cases that we um yeah. acknowledged that the police actually did their job mm-hmm. and um even like even the siding itself like other police department that um had to uh, encounter missing children cases again like in recent times um, take the example of the Kennewick Police Department and how fast they acted when it came to Sophia's disappearance and um, the search that um, went into her disappearance so y esperas con, like, esperas con ganas de que porque todos involucraron, involucraron piensas que it's going to yeah. be good news yeah, right? because exactly. everyone acted so fast. Like it didn't, the family didn't have to wait 48 hours, 72 yeah. hours. Like you would assume that yeah. they would get results back and that they would find Sophia. Yeah. And uh, the most um, shocking thing about the case is that Sophia left in the dark and no evidence was ever recovered. Um, search dogs were actually um, brought into the case. Um, within like the the, the three day period to smell Sophia's clothes mm. and find the trace of where she was last seen. So according to the investigation, Sophia walked down her driveway, turned left, and then walked at the end of the road and then turned left 
and they walk all the way until getting into the main street. And that's where um, mm. the search dogs lose Sophia's sense. So um, it was literally less than two blocks away where there is no trace of Sophia after that. Yeah. I, I immediately think like alguien la subió al carro. Yeah. Yeah. That's um and, and that's the thing, like since it was late at night, um people that were around that area um weren't like I guess they would see that there was a little girl walking on like her own, but they didn't assume that she was lost or anything because it looked like she had a purpose. So they thought that mm -hmm. the family member was down the road. So they didn't even like stop by to tell her like, hey, interesting or anything. They especially because the community, that specific community is very Latino oriented. Um, they all assumed that Sofia was going to go meet up with a family member down the street. So it wasn't it wasn't something odd. They just assumed that she was going to go meet somebody down the street. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's heartbreaking. It is. Um So uh, towards the third, the third day period, um, police officers actually um, posted a $5,000 reward for information on Sophia. And um, Crime Stoppers, who deal with um, a lot of children, missing children investigations, um, also offered up to $1,000 um, in reward to find any information on Sophia. Um, police immediately began... Um, Uh, getting over a thousand tips um, since the moment they offered the reward, and um, they took every every um, tip into consideration and looked through it. Um, but most of them were like it always kind of is, um, like they were dead ends or they didn't fit the case. Police immediately be, uh, began receiving over a thousand tips on Sophia's whereabouts, but most of these tips really didn't lead anywhere. They either didn't fit the description or they were placed out of uh, the Kanoek city and it was nowhere near Sophia's home. So it was very difficult for them to find any actual traits on where Sophia went missing. Hmm. Um, some of the tips that did come in were traced to a vehicle that was, that was an interesting and very unique vehicle. It was like a pickup truck, you know, mm. like the ones that like gardeners use uh -huh. or like yeah. painters use where like they have their equipment and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the main uh, cars that were part of some of the tips. And um, they gave out like a description, a color and um, a license plate. Um, and they traced it back to an actual sex offender. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, like a, like a, a couple of miles away from uh, Sophia's home. Um, but they uh, they were inconclusive because he had an alibi for that night and um, he was nowhere near the the scene of the crime. He, he was nowhere near, pero la gente había visto la troca, like his, habían visto su camioneta yeah. around. But, yeah, but they said, that, but according what? to police... Yeah, according to police, yeah. he was nowhere near the actual crime scene. So That's weird, yeah. right? Because like, yeah. si una persona dice, you're like, okay, one person. But yeah. if you start noticing that a, a couple of people are mentioning a, a green truck with like, it's, they would not be making this up. Yeah. 
Yeah. So most of the, well, actually the truck was, I don't remember. It was a unique color. I can't. Okay. Really I don't know where I got green from. Yeah. Green from. I don't know where. Oh, I think because you said gardeners. So I yeah, think I just, it green. went to green. Yes. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Here I am already like putting colors on trucks. No, you did not mention that. <laughs> um, hundreds of neighbors uh, were still on the search for Sophia. And they even did a, um, a memorial like to keep her name, I guess, like in the news. Um, and they decided to do a visual and start off at Sophia's home and then walk down the pathway of where they last saw Sophia. Um, and then towards the uh, church where the family actually went to church from, the uh, ter- church too. And they uh, ended the visual there um, with police and um, media outlets talking about Sophia and um, you know, once again, pushing it out there that, uh, you know, to look for Sophia and what she was wearing. To bring awareness. Yes. Yes. That's the word. <laughs> and um, shortly after that, they, within the 36 hours of placing the Amber Alert, it was turned off because it's a certain period where the Amber Alert is out and, and being sent to news outlets and to phone numbers and to radio stations and then after 36 hours they take it out and then the police kind of have to do their own um constant investigation on the case so that was kind of like the sad part of it yeah. that, that the amber alert had to cut off be cut off after 36 hours but the good thing is that they during they took advantage of that period when they yeah. They made sure that it was on media outlets, that they were doing things to just keep her name out there so people can like get notified and and keep, you know, looking for her. Like they did as much as they could in those 36 hours. Exactly. They they did a they did a lot um within yeah. those those few hours, well, the, the three days after the uh, Amber Alert was cut off, um, and throughout their investigation, they determined that Sophia wasn't um kidnapped. Um, that they didn't ask for a ransom. They didn't ask for any sort of uh, attention or anything. That the Sophia was basically abducted from the location and taken out of the city of, well, the state of Washington. Um, police are uh, say that they're very determined that Sophia wasn't, um, isn't in the U.S. anymore. That the probability mm-hmm. of her being in the U.S. is um, is they they don't believe she's here, based on the the search, the um the the tips that have come in. Nobody has really seen her or found her body or um, came up with any other clues. My pruebas, my nada. Yeah. So they um the cops are really adamant that. Sophia was abducted and either taken to Canada or taken to Mexico um, with a bigger probability of her being in Mexico than Canada um, based on her ethnicity um, and the uh, surrounding community they, they assume that basically she's she's with um, a Latino or Hispanic family and not so much in the north where Canada is during the investigation, they interviewed Jose, the grandmother's boyfriend, 
uh-huh. on the whereabouts of what happened that night. Uh, so Jose was completely open about what happened from the moment he left the house to going to the gas station, to going to the market, to making a call. And during that time, uh, uh, during 2003, I don't know if you remembered, but to call Mexico, we didn't have like the things that we have now where we can call to Mexico based on our phone plan. Um, mm. Back then, you used to buy like the little cards that would come with like a digital code where you could oh, call yeah. something and then uh-huh. you do the code and then call the number. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I he had, that. yeah. So he had bought one of those at the market. So he used that card. And when the detectives um, traced the, when the card was used was that night, um, right after he finished pumping gas and getting out of the market. So he had a strong alibi and he was, um, he even took a polygraph test um, and he came out clean for a minute. So um, his only intention was to give as much information that he could in order to find Sophia. Hmm. The second person that was a suspect was Sofia's actual father, Andres Gutierrez. Oh, yes. So I was so, like so focused on the, like, the mom and yeah. like, I forgot. I didn't even ask, like, where's the dad? Exactly. So oh, wow. Maria at the time was 20 year old, 20 years old. When she had Sofia, she was she was still a teenager. So when Sofia went missing, she was 20 years old. By this time, um, Andres and Maria were no longer together. He didn't even had a chance to meet Sofia. Um, he was out of her life when um, Maria was still pregnant from Sofia. Mm-hmm. So their first thought was that um, Andres was, was probably had something to do with it. But on the contrary, Sofia's dad was actually very open to giving any details, any DNA, taking a polygraph test, any like everything and anything um, in order for them to find Sofia. He went in to get interviewed. He gave a specific alibi. It came out clear that he was where he said he was at. It even came to the point that uh, Maria actually in an interview that Andres even denied being Sofia's father. There was no interest from him to kidnap Sofia at all. He even said in to detectives that even though he believed he's not the father and even though that him and Maria didn't have like, I guess, the, the relationship to be like together or, or be, you know, father to Sofia, that he still hoped that they'd find her because nobody wants to have a missing child. Of course, yeah. So he was cleared within 48 hours of um, the disappearance. And um, yeah, so he was he had an alibi for the night that Sophia had gone missing. Another clue that they had came actually from one of Sofia's uncles. Um, Sofia had many like uh, la abuelita de Sofia tenía como once hijos, pero todos eran they all ranged from different ages, and most of them were around Sofia's age, so they were like ten and below. And okay. una de el, el tío de Sofía viene siendo como de su edad y él le dijo a los detectives de que Sofía se la habían llevado un hombre vestido de negro tenía un what? yeah so he said that he had a black sweater black pants and black shoes and he took Sofía from the driveway and walked her out to to where Sofía was last traced but police actually disregard this tip they said that there is no possible way that a man dressed in black would actually go without any, without being 
suspicious within the neighborhood. That people said that they didn't see anybody dressed or be in that description that night. So they said that it was most likely that Sophia's uncle actually wanted the attention of the fact that Sophia was missing. Because, you know, they're kids. So sometimes they make up lights to kind of feel like they were included or a part of the investigation. So police actually disregard the fact that actually was um, part of the uh, part of a clue um, within the investigation. Interesting. I I know. I mean, there's a probability that there could have been a person dressed in black. Yeah. Um, You know, there's. It can happen. It's just the thing is that they didn't believe it porque nadie, nadie miró a Sofía. De la gente que sí la miró caminando, nadie dijo que había visto a un hombre con ella vestida de negro. Exactamente. Like they didn't see anyone within that description be within the proximities of anywhere close to of the home. Yeah. So, but mm-hmm. I used they used you know it, it it came from a good place, pero yeah. no. It doesn't, no, 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 like it doesn't, it doesn't come within between of what the other tips were talking about. Okay. It, it kind of came out of the blue. It huh. wasn't part of the, it didn't go with the the rest of the, of the clues that they had. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's still like, I don't know. It's I still mean, odd. Yeah. It's still odd, right? Like for a kid to say that though, like, I, I don't know. I, Como dice el dicho, right? Like, los borrachos y los niños siempre dicen la verdad. Exactamente. So, it's like, I don't know. I mean, I get it why a kid would be like, I mean, he's little, he's four. Yeah. I don't, like, he would want attention. I get it, but I don't know. Yeah, that's that's the thing that, that is very common. Yeah, it's one of those clues that's very conflicting with the police and the family. Because even the family thinks that they should take that into consideration yeah. Yeah. Um, because it came from the family. But the police say, you know, based on where he was in the house, based on the other evidence that shows that there was nobody dressed in black in the neighborhood, that there is no possibility that a man dressed in all black could have just taken Sophia from the home. Um, investigators even went into the house and try to get like his stature of of, mm-hmm. of how tall he was at the time and try to see um they even like made the whole reenactment trying to see if they could see somebody dressed in black walk down the driveway at that time um during the month of february where it's like super cold and the police just say that it's it doesn't it doesn't really make sense of of what he says and what he says he saw and um, what could have actually happened. So they actually went in depth uh, to, to try to prove well, what, what he said, least. right? Or was it right or was it wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, and the police concluded that it doesn't make sense. It doesn't match up. Okay. Yeah. Whether okay, so yeah, they just like didn't throw it away like right away. At least yeah. they tried to like reenact it and make sure before they were like, no, this doesn't, this doesn't work. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. okay. After a couple of years, después de la desaparición de Sofía, the tips just stopped coming in. Mm. Um, they didn't receive any tips. They were still in the investigation, pero ya nada, no había nada nuevo 
como Sofía se fue, se desapareció de la nada, no había evidencias concretas para, para seguir haciendo una investigación tan elaborante y hablando a las noticias y, you know, to keep her name in the news. Yeah. So it got to the point that the police officers actually left uh, Kennewick, Kennewick, Washington, and went to Mexico, to where La Familia de Maria is from. Mm -hmm. And they found the family members and they tried to get in contact with everybody in the pueblo and even, you know, try to look for Sofia there. They left mm -hmm. like boletines, um, dejaron like any sort of information that the police might need in order to see if Sofia would ever appear there. They also wow, went. They did there. a lot. They did like, so they really much. tried to like find her. Yeah. They even went to where Andres is from and they went to investigate his family and talk to them and do the same thing that they did to where Maria wow. is from. And even along with that, they even went to where Jose is from and did the same exact thing. So wow. they went above and beyond to they find Sofia. Um, to the point that even if the case was getting older, they still had the hope of finding her somewhere. Hmm. I know. They had a good heart. They did. They did. Yeah. Después de cinco años de la desaparición de Sofía, María se, se mudó de Washington a California, donde tuvo su, su dice, unas investigaciones dice tu tercer hijo, otras dicen su segundo hijo. So it's still not clear of if she had a second child or a third child, but it's determined that she had a child in 2008 um, when she moved to Sacramento. Aunque ella se había ido, se había movido a Was um, de Washington, ella seguía hablando a la policía de Kennewick todas las semanas, every single week, para tratar de ver si había cualquier noticia sobre el caso de Sofía. So even though she wasn't in Washington anymore, She still called every week to check up on her case and if the police had any new whereabouts or if they had any new information regarding Sofia. Su mamá explicó que María no podía quedarse en Washington. Eh, ella explicó que la tristeza de perder a su hija no la dejaba vivir. Ella siempre estaba buscando a Sofía, la buscaba siempre que salía, lo único que hacía era buscar a Sofía. So the pues best, le recordaba de ella. Yeah, so the best thing she could have done is move out of Washington and continue her life, even though, you know, she still would check in on Sofia's case on a weekly basis. The police even said that there wasn't a week that didn't pass by without somebody talking about Sofia's case. Even the police officer that was in charge of the case and the detective that was part of the case have now retired but gave the, the the investigation to the next upcoming detective in order for them to keep Sofia's case open. Yeah. Oh, wow. I know. See, those are the detectives and the police that we need. Exactly. We need more of those. Exactly. I completely agree. Sadly, Maria passed away in Sacramento, oh. California, January 10th, 2009, after health complications, after giving birth to her son. Oh, so, joven, Maria. Yeah, yeah. 
Su mamá en, en primer impacto describió que María murió de tristeza. Oh, pues sí. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine what she went through every day. Pensar exactly. en tu hija. Que se desapareció. Yeah, you don't have anything. Like, no answers. Like, oh my God. I know, you had no, no clue, no actual Nada. concrete evidence of where she might have gone. Mm. Um... But yeah, so sadly, she she passed away in the beginning of January of 2009. And the rest of uh, Maria's family was in charge of the investigation for trying to find um, Sofia. When Maria passed away, uh, the community of Kennewick ended up doing the same vigil that they did for Sofia, for Maria. Empezaron desde la casa de Maria, donde... Pasó el, el, el caso de Sofía. Caminaron por las mismas calles que Sofía caminó hasta mm -hmm. llegar a la iglesia, donde sepultaron sus restos en, en la iglesia. Y después de ese tiempo, el caso de Sofía otra vez se, manten, se mantuvo en silencio. There was no new evidence. There was no updates to the case. It went cold. It completely went cold. After every so every few years, the um, the they reenacted the images of what Sofia would look like at, at an older age, um, and they change from when she was 15 mm. to now that when she should be around 20 years old. Um, but this the case still stayed cold. It's it remains open, but no new evidence had come through. Not until early 2021, which this completely reopened and revamped the case all over again. Oh, wow. I know. <laughs> so after like 18 years. Yeah. The case, the case finally comes alive again. It's, okay. it's the best description that I could call it. Uh-huh. Okay. En la cuenta llamada Acá y Allá. Un grupo de muchachos eh, hacen entrevistas a la comunidad de, 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 de Culiacán. I don't know if you've seen these like kind of comedy skits where an uh, interviewer would go up to a random stranger and starts asking them questions. Yes. Like <laughs> factual questions or whatever. Uh -huh. um, there's a there's a YouTube channel that I used to watch uh, a few years ago, llamado El Giotz. Mm -hmm. And he would ask like people at concerts like about the band that they were going to see and then he would ask questions about like who's in the uh, $500 peso or just random questions yeah or who was the president or who's this or any of that uh -huh. well these these guys do the same thing but on TikTok and in their uh, city of in the city of Culiacán and in May 20th 2001 Oscar que viene siendo el conductor del, del programa 2001 or 2021 2021, May okay. 20, 2021. Okay. Uh, Oscar en, empieza, uh, se le acerca a una muchacha um, que, que se mira que es, um, uh, not, I don't want to say homeless person, but that looks like she, she does, like, that she lives in the street. He goes up to her and asks if he can ask her a few questions. This girl is like, she starts making jokes and she says, I don't want to play your little games. Um, I don't want you to, you know, ask me any questions. And um, 
Here's where I'll insert the audio. ¿Cuántos años tienes, Chanica? Tengo 22. 22 años y contando. Ya de cuenta que no, no puedo contar tantos porque soy muy, muy, muy bajo. Pero ya no tienes ganas de seguir cumpliendo, ¿o sí? Pues por el momento no, porque estoy muy ocupada. Ah, <risa> estás muy ocupada para seguir cumpliendo años, pues. De verdad, no me gusta cumplir años, me chocan cumplir años, de hecho. Le quiero mandar un saludo a mi tata y a mi nana. <risa> si también de este programa, quiero decirle que vengan por mí porque aquí estoy secuestrada. No, yo no te voy a secuestrar. <risa> Pues dicen que estoy secuestrada, otros dicen que ando en Italia, otros en Japón. Supongo que vengan por mí, porque la verdad no sé de dónde soy, si soy de aquí o soy de allá. ¿Estás en Culiacán, Sinaloa? Estoy en Culiacán, Sinaloa. ¿Por, por su nieta, va? Sí, vengan con su nieta. ¿Desde cuándo no los ves? Tengo muchos años que no los veo, tengo bastante tiempo que no los veo. Y no, me, no, no, tenía, no tengo tantas ganas de verlos, ¿verdad? Pero pues como ahorita ando así, medio en, las, en los vicios, en las drogadicciones, pues tengo que... No, pero eh, tienes que salir adelante, Sí, pero pues necesito apoyo de otra persona. ¿De quién? Pues como de mi familia, como quien dice, ¿verdad? Pero okay. Este canal puede ser un medio para que encuentre a tu familia. Bueno, entonces, plebes, ayúdenos a compartir este video para que ella pueda encontrar a su familia. La entrevista todo empezó de una manera diferente y acaba de otra. Entonces, ayudar a encontrar a tu familia. Sí, muchas gracias, te lo agradezco. Sale, vale. Gracias, pues. Bye. Cuídate mucho. So, now that you hear the audio, you realize that there's a lot of similarities between um, the case and this this young woman um, in in the video, right? Yeah, I remember seeing this video. Yeah, I, yeah it went like viral, it went right? Viral. It yes, went I remember. viral on TikTok. Uh -huh. And um, within weeks of it going viral, um, people in the comments were saying that the resemblance of this this woman is the same is the same from a girl that went missing in Washington so these people were sending them like the name of the person the city of where it's from and actually people from the from the internet were going to the Kennewick um website where it they made it their own website for Sophia where they would send the videos to the cops so i mean to the de detectives so they would grab the video the video link and send it to the to the tip line and according to the Kennewick um police department they received over 70 uh, messages about this video and about how this young woman resembles sofia like extremely to like to the t uh, like her yeah From yeah. her facial yeah. like features to the way that she talks about not liking her birthday, to not liking, um, to saying that she's being kidnapped, that she wants to say hello to her mom, I mean, to her grandmother and to her grandfather. Um, so like for her saying that, like really sparked the attention yeah. of, of the world, basically. Because even uh, in an interview, the Kennewak, um police department say that It, that literally it captured the world because everybody just started to send them videos and tips and the location of where this was filmed and um, and possibly like finding Sofia. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, yeah. So I was like, I'm like, this whole time you've been talking, I, I was like, I didn't think this was like the same person you were talking about. I know. Until like you play the video, I was like, <laughs> I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, I remember they. Yeah, she. I didn't follow up with the case after, so I'm like, 
you know, I'm like waiting for you to tell me what came out of it, but I, I know I'm assuming it's not good news, but it, it's, it's crazy, the resemblance. Yeah, the resemblance is insane. They have the same smile, the same eyes, like the facial features are exactly the same. Even mm-hmm. there is um, on the description for, for Sophia, it says that she has a mole under her left eye, like a slight mole. Uh-huh. And this young woman actually had that Lo same um, oh, wow. mark. So it was it was completely insane when this video came out. Yeah. Um. So uh, soon after, they actually um, started getting these these um, comments about the missing child from Washington. Mm-hmm. The the host of the show actually went out to um, that same. Um, the, the same like park and decided to look for Sophia or the girl that looks like Sophia and they went weeks they would go week after week after week and they would upload it to their TikTok account and they would also import it into their YouTube account that they have well they have actually and they would tell their followers like if you've seen this girl if you know her if you've you know encounter her please let us know please let please let the 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 detectives in Kennewick um know about her whereabouts it came to the point that even the detectives in Kennewick went to Culiacan to mm. look for for this this woman and ask for a DNA sample they went there with the help of these young men to look for this this woman but according to their investigation um, a lot of people within the na- within that park had told them that they hadn't seen her in over a month. Some even said like wow. a month or two. Um, and then also they started receiving messages from people that were telling them that they were family members of this young girl. And they said that they didn't like the attention and that they wanted them to take those videos down because it was inappropriate. Hmm. I know. They even That's said, suspicious. Yeah. They even said that the young girl was actually in a rehabilitation center um, to get help for her drug addiction. And um, the, these young men were like, okay, if, if she's your family member, why don't you give us information about her? Like, just give us a name or give us like a DNA sample or let us just talk to her. But these people wouldn't, wouldn't communicate with them. Like, whatever they asked for, they said no. It came to the point that they ended up... Le mandaron la información a la, a la policía de Kennewick y ellos empezaron a conectarse con esas, esas familias, pero nunca recibían ningunos detalles or a DNA sample or anything. They even got to the point where Primer Impacto asked the grandmother if she thinks that, that this young woman is Sofia. Her granddaughter, uh-huh. Um, yes, <laughs> the granddaughter is Sofia. Yeah, uh-huh. And the grandmother actually, in the video, I'll, I'll include the clip right here. Visto un video que publicaron en las redes sociales sobre una joven que... Sí, sí, mire eso, pero la mera verdad, yo no estoy tan... Yo no estoy segura que ella sea. Más no puedo hacer comentarios de eso porque yo no supe mucho de ello. Ni la conocemos, ni tenemos contacto con ella ni nada la mebers no te puedo dar comentarios pero le interesaría hacerse una prueba de, de ADN no para de eso si... se están encargando los detectives 
de eso yo no puedo decirte que yo me la quiero hacer o que no. Ya se están encargando ellos. But in the video, she kind of even acts offended at the fact that they think it might be Sofia. So it, it, she says that she doesn't believe it's Sofia. She doesn't believe that that's her. That um, she just was, didn't like the idea that they were comparing this woman to Sofia. Um, and a lot of even a lot of people in the comments found it odd that she didn't even have a spark of hope to think that this was Sofia. Hmm. Soon after, um, police again had no trace of of this woman or the family members, so the case went cold. But that didn't stop uh, the Kennewak detectives um, to try and find a solution to whether this was Sophia or not. Sadly, in early 2022, the police finally got in contact with the family members of the this young woman and took a DNA swab of this young woman. Sadly, it wasn't a match. But it wasn't? The, it wasn't. So mm. even though it fit the description and everything, the, the, they, they concluded that it wasn't a match. Um, they also said that even though the, the results weren't what they were expecting, it still opened the case and brought new light to, um, to the case. And more investigations are being done in regards to her disappearance. Oh, man. Yeah, you know. I mean, at least it, you know, brought awareness to the case again. I agree. It has people talking again, at least. Yeah. Um, currently, the state of Washington, the Washington State Patrol of Missing and Unidentifying People, um, the unit is collaborating with Camway, the transportation that featured Sophia's picture and the altered picture of what she would look like today um, on their homebound trucks. So these trucks will travel from all the, of United States, crossing Canada and even the borderline within Mexico. And hopefully the portrait of Sophia and the altered image will um, bring new hope to the case and hopefully more attention and more tips on what could have happened to Sophia and hopefully hopefully bring her back home. Oh, yeah, yeah, hopefully. Yes. Hopefully Sofia regresa a casa. I agree. If you have any information about Sofia Juarez's disappearance, you can contact the special investigator Al Wilmer at 509-582-1331. Again, that's 509-582 one three three one you could also contact the kennewick emergency dispatch at 509-628-0333 you can also leave a tip at the kennewick police department page that is dedicated to sophia's case you can go to go to number two at kennewick.com and search up sofia juarez and it will pop pop also if you need to leave any other information, you can visit the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children at 1-800-THE-LOST. And sadly, this is the disappearance of Sofia Juarez. And again, if you see something, say something. Yeah, it's been 19 years, right? Desde que se apareció? It's already going to... It should be... Yeah, it should, it's going to 
be closer to, to 20 years now. Wow. I know. Yeah. You know, aunque pasen años, uno todavía tiene la esperanza de que sigan vivos. Y sigan vivas. You know, we want the children, we want everyone, you know, we hope that they get to go back home. I know. Or, you know, at least families to get answers. Because living with this, living, n not knowing anything, that's, that's hell. It is. And, and, and they have no information, no sense of, like, glimpse of what could have happened Nothing. that night. And if anything, uh, to bring some sort of closure to know where that child has been for so long. And if they're okay, or if they need yeah. help. Or even if, if sadly they passed away, at least bring that body somewhere where the family can mourn um, their their passing. Yeah, to have that closure. Exactly. But if anything, it, it's a sense of just knowing where where that person has been, and if if anything, to have some sort of peace. Yeah. Uh, and, and to bring them home in whatever form it is, just bring them home. Yeah, it's hard because her mom never got that closure. Su mamá exactly. se fue sin saber de su hija. Exactly. And that's, I think, when I did the invest, like, did the research for the this case, it's one of those parts that really hit home when I was like, holy crap, this mother just passed away without knowing know. what happened to her daughter. And and she was still holding on to that hope. Yeah. By calling the police, uh, the police uh, detective every week. Every week, yeah. Trying to find information on her daughter, and I feel like even like if if Maria was still alive and she saw this kind of spark of of hope when it came to this TikTok video, I think it would reignite the possibility of bringing Sofia home and and having that hope that maybe this time around it can happen. Yeah, but speak up, you know, if you guys see something, even if you're, you know, driving and you see a child walking alone, you know, please just make sure that they're okay. Yeah. You know, make sure that there's a, an adult around, you know, um, we, unfortunately, we, we can be, we cannot be too careful. I think that's how it says. We have to, okay, I'll say it this way. We have to be very careful. Yeah. Right. We just have to keep our eyes open and just be aware, you know, just making sure that someone is, is safe. Yeah. Like if anything, like I've mentioned before, if you see something, say something. Yeah. It could save mm -hmm. somebody's life. Yeah, it, could, it, can. it could definitely like bring peace to a family. And mm -hmm. if anything, they everybody deserves to have some sort of closure, um, yeah. whatever it is. And um, especially when listening to this case, uh, the detective kept saying, um, it's been almost 20 years. Something happened to her. Somebody knows something. Yeah. And friendships, relationships tear apart. And if you had some sort of loyalty to the person that took Sophia, um, it's time to cut that loyalty off. Yeah. It's up. been long enough. Mm-hmm. So, Poor baby. It, she it, needs to like, come back home. I agree. So I feel like for every single one of these cases that we've done within the month of May, um, deserves that that same um, same uh, same type of loyalty from the person. Like if it's been too long already, mm -hmm. put that loyalty mm -hmm. off. 
and say something. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and if you had, uh, if you didn't know, um, today, actually, when we upload this video, is uh, the National Missing Children's Day. Um, and if anything, we'll drop out some links where you could make some donations um, or where you can find more information on missing children. And um, please, if you see something, say something. And um, we, we really want to bring these children and, and these people home. So please um, check it out. And um, I think that'll be it for this week. And TikTok as SVSM underscore podcast or on Facebook as Soviland to Summer Podcast. Um, you could also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you have any you know information um our emails are there too so um yeah if you have any information you can contact us there let us know if you have any informations um on this case or any other case that uh you want us to talk about um yeah so tag us let us know yeah and um yeah we'll, we'll leave it at that we'll talk to you guys next week bye bye stay spooky